Welcome to a Soulful Mom's Wisdom Podcast, where I'm Africa O, your host and wellness coach. Join us on a journey to infuse positivity, wellness, and mindfulness into your daily life through the transformative power of quotes. Our conversations aim to uplift, empower, and reignite your passion for living your best life. Join our Live Africa O community at liveafricao.com as we embark on this journey together. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to another episode of A Soulful Mom's Wisdom. On this week's episode, we are going to continue the conversation, the much needed conversation around personal growth. And when I say that, I am not just speaking to you, but I'm also speaking to myself. But I'm trying to remember to speak to myself in the most loving way possible. And with that said, I will go ahead and share with you what the quote is for today, because it ties right into that, into speaking to yourself in a loving way. So the author of today's quote is myself, (laughs) Africa, Africa. Oh, I wrote this quote. Ooh, I believe it was last year. It was from a blog that I wrote and the blog is entitled Gentle Conversations with Oneself. I will dive more into this particular blog post in this episode, but I recall sitting in a coffee shop, which is where I sit to write most of my creative work. And I just remember thinking about a podcast I recently listened to and how this one particular part of the episode from this podcast really, really resonated with me. Just for where I have been and where I am going and where I was presently at at that moment. So the quote is, there's a difference between constructive criticism and plain old criticism. And that distinction makes a world of a difference. In fact, in some situations, it can be the thing that staggers your growth or propels it. I just want to pause after that. Because I know that was a lengthier quote, but there is just so much meaning in that quote. And I will dive into how this has truly informed my life. And as I've mentioned all the time, my journey of wellness, be it nutrition, fitness, and even the mental wellness aspect, which is to me what personal growth really rests in. It is a journey, my friends, not a destination at all. So, okay, I'm going to start with an excerpt from my blog, Gentle Conversations with Oneself. I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts 
Chow, please, which is a group of women over 40 who refer to themselves as honeys. The name is so cute and necessary, by the way. They opened their episode with one of the hosts talking about how she plans to start having more gentle conversations with herself. It immediately resonated with me. The hosts were discussing their goals for the year, and one particular host not only talked about her goals, but how she would reframe the conversation she has with herself around them. So that is an excerpt from my blog, which you can find on liveafrigo.com. But I like I said, was listening to this podcast and really, y'all, it's a really great podcast, by the way. It's a really great podcast. You have to check it out. Ciao, please. (laughs) Such a cute name. But the conversation these sisters were having was just such a necessary one. And the concept of gentle conversations This concept that they were discussing, it really just started making me think about life and our pursuit of the things within it. Have you ever had a goal that you were working towards? I'm thinking this can be a relationship, something you imagined so clearly at one point in your life. However, it just hasn't come to pass. Or perhaps it's an ideal position at a job, a certain career you always envisioned. And you've been working your butt off, but you just cannot seem to land an interview. Or if you get in the interview, you can't seem to get the offer. Okay. Here's some other examples. Perhaps you are setting goals. Y'all know there's like all of these life milestones. And I'm doing air quotes as I say this (laughs) for the things that we're supposed to accomplish in order to be successful, right? There's the job, right? There's like that career milestone and you're making X amount of money by X age, There's the partner. You're supposed to be married by a certain age. There's the family. You should be having kids and all. I mean, really, there's there's so many. But again, these are just general milestones that someone somewhere created and we just kind of bought into it. However, let's be real. There's a lot of pressure that I myself have set around these things before and we often do and then there's maybe the mistake or the failure that you experienced on your professional job or maybe in a relationship with your partner or child you know sometimes things happen and we make mistakes as parents or maybe There's a very challenging relationship we have had or have with a family member that we, in retrospect, could have handled better. Or maybe it's something with the friendship that we should have approached better. 
what I want you to think about and what I really had to sit with is what type of conversations. So here's an example. So say it's a difficult space. I mean, not say it's a difficult space. It is a difficult space to be in, right? Like when when you're having these conversations with yourself about these things, I'm saying that it is a difficult space to be in. And it's honestly, to me, the hardest part about it, because yes, making the mistake is hard, but depending on how I'm talking to myself about that mistake, I can literally live in it. And it just kind of keeps repeating itself afterwards. Sometimes that conversation is then harder than the actual challenge I have faced. So some other things I had to really sit down and ask myself, and I want y'all to ask yourself this. Are you kind to yourself when you're speaking to yourself about these different things or you're thinking about them? Or are you overly critical? I know y'all have heard the saying, we are our worst critic. And a lot of times we laugh when we say it. I know I have before, but it's actually not funny. Awareness of this type of conversation, like what it looks like, is highly imperative. As it can be the difference between our stagnation and growth. Or I should say our stagnation or growth. And even more seriously, the type of conversation that we have with ourselves when we're experiencing the challenge or we've made the mistake or we failed at something, it can sometimes be the difference between us making a change for the better or making a change for the worse. Because think about this. And again, this is literally something I had to talk to myself about a few times to make sure this is ingrained in my mind. But when you label yourself as something, example, I'm labeling myself as a failure. I just keep messing up on this particular thing at work or I'm terrible at relationships or Oh gosh, I'm such a horrible parent. How did I do that? You know what? I'm just a bad communicator anyways. It, it's just what I am. I'm I'm just the kind of person I just be ghosting people and friendships and stuff. I'm just, that's just what I do. Oh my God. I'm just, okay. It's clear. I'm terrible with money. I don't really know how to manage my money. That's just, like all of these things are things that, you know, either I've heard people say to themselves, some of these things are things I've said to myself before. Look, again, I'm not here to judge. I'm just being honest. It happens. And if I didn't say it to myself, maybe someone else has said it to me. I mean, you know, look, the finger can go in so many different directions. So I don't want to focus on that. I just want to focus on how we can do better, right? What I have noticed is when this kind of conversation is happening, 
we unconsciously begin a vicious cycle where we become it. One of my favorite authors, Valerie Burton, she's like one of my favorite authors and life coaches. She touches on this in her book, Successful Women Think Differently, which I have read almost 10 times now. (laughs) She describes two types of people. She says there's one with a fixed mindset and then there's one with a growth mindset. And essentially the person with the former mindset, with the fixed mindset, they're set up for failure. And oftentimes, let me go a little deeper. She talks about how we are often, you know, socialized in this way as a young child. But it's a setup for failure because it leaves no room for error. It leaves no room for the inevitable because we're going to make a mistake. We're going to fail at something, whether it's a job, whether it's a friendship, whether it's a relationship, like a romantic one, like It's going to happen, but what are you going to do about it? How are you going to talk to yourself after it happens? Because that is really, to me, like there's the failure, the mistake, the challenge, and then there's the other side. But I think that middle point between getting from how you failed and getting, well, getting from the failure or the challenge and then getting to the other side of thriving again, moving forward, making better decisions or just learning that part in between is so critical, but so often overlooked. I mean, I'm just telling you, this is what I've done myself. I've overlooked the conversation that I'm having with myself about what happened. Because that conversation can either keep me where I'm at or it can get me to the other side. Get me to the other side, which is where I ultimately want to be. I don't want to stay in my mistake, right? I don't want to stay in this challenge, I want to overcome it. I want to thrive again. So in this book, just to add a little bit more context, because it's such a good book, the person, for example, who has this fixed mindset, another example she gives is like, is like this person, say they take a college test, right? And they fail or you know, again, say it's a relationship, it's a job. They feel that they have natural abilities that they were born with or they don't have them. And so if they get into this situation or they have this experience where they fail, then they just chop it up to, you know what? That is just something I'm bad at. But on the other hand, if you have a growth mindset, you believe that we were all born with certain abilities and traits. This this is true. However, we can also cultivate the ones that we need. Ooh, I love the word cultivate. It just, I feel like it just feels, it's, it's so enriching. It's like, yes, I can go out and build the thing that I need. I can go out and develop that thing, whatever it is. I don't have to stay in this place of lack. Okay, so in other words, the goals we set, again, this can be the career that we want, the partner, like the marriage we want, the kind of romantic relationship we want. It can be the family that we want, right? A lot of us have aspirations to be a parent. It could be the things we failed at, 
be it family, be it a friend, romantic relationships, jobs. These were merely an experience. This is the person with the growth mindset. They feel like these things were just an experience, you know, a lesson, a reminder, a character building opportunity, an opportunity for growth. A person with a growth mindset realizes there's no need to ever label ourselves. This is just me talking now, y'all. <laughs> At first, I was sharing my thoughts from the book and a little bit what the book talked about, Valerie Burton's book. But now I'm going back into just fully what I'm summarizing this as. The person with the growth mindset believes there's no need to ever label ourselves as an F up. And you can insert the extra letters. <laughs> Or there's no reason to speak down on ourselves and our abilities. And God knows I'm praying that I also transfer this over to (laughs) my parenting with my child, right? Because I'm telling myself this, but I also want to transfer this same type of information, the same type of wisdom with how I parent my child. Now, don't get me wrong. Accountability is essential for growth and for our overall development. I definitely believe there will be some situations with that said where we do something wrong and yes, we should take ownership of our choices and actions. Okay, so in closing, this is the takeaway, right? I'm just gonna leave you with this, leave you with some goodies. Here to me is like a great simple summary of constructive criticism versus criticism because sometimes it's like, wait, so... Where do I fall? Which one am I participating in? If it's constructive criticism, I feel like it's intentional conversation that's centered around improvement and growth. How can we move further? What is the opportunity for growth? I also believe that the feedback is very tailored to like, what are the actions that we should focus on, that we can improve rather than like personal traits, right? Rather than, well, this is how you know I was born in, no, 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 no. These are just actions along the way in our life's experiences that have opportunity to be groomed, that have opportunity to be developed further. And then positive tone is always important. We got to Had this conversation with ourselves with love, no judgment, no harsh attitudes. We're throwing those out the door. And then just recognizing our potential and also our efforts. Like, look how far we have come. That's what they say. You have to really think about where you were to really understand how far you've come, where you were and where you are now. Because even though you may be making a mistake right now, maybe you made a lot more back in the day, honey. I know I did. Pat cell phone back. And then really quickly, the criticism sounds like this. So harsh tones. Okay. Like it's, it's, it's coming across very harsh. All right. It's, it's just giving me harshness. It's coming across cold. Right. Or maybe the emphasis is on faults. Right. Like everything that you discuss with yourself, everything in your head is about all of the faults you've made and just overly emphasizing these faults. Also, personal attacks on yourself. 
which I know sounds crazy saying it out loud, but it happens, right? Where like these personal texts, we don't even realize it oftentimes, but it impacts our confidence and just our overall motivation to change, (laughs) to grow, to develop. At the end of the day, y'all, the overall goal at Live Africa O, okay? The overall goal for myself and, you know, I would hope this for you too, is just to love yourself, is to love ourselves. We are here to love ourselves through life's ups and downs. And I think the gateway to this is giving ourselves compassion, giving ourselves grace. All right, y'all, until the next time, thanks for listening. Well, thank you for tuning in today. If you've enjoyed this episode and find value in our podcast, we'd love to hear from you. Please take a moment to rate and review our show. Your feedback helps us improve and reach more listeners like you. And your support means the world to us. You can follow the show on Instagram at LiveAfricaO and be sure to join our Live Africa O community at LiveAfricaO.com. You'll discover lots of goodies after joining, including the chance to be featured on one of our episodes. We hope today's discussion has warmed your heart and inspired mindfulness. Don't forget, quotes can light your path just as they've done for me. Until next time. Breathe, reflect, and embrace the wisdom around you. Wishing you a soulful journey ahead.